What's up, traders and investors? Nora back again. Let's talk about good trades and bad trades in this current market. Just because the market's going down doesn't mean that every single stock is a loser. There are winners and there are losers. And we're going to talk about two, one of each. And I'm going to tell you guys why I think certain stocks are winning and other stocks are not by looking at sector rotation. Let's do a little recap. On the best of us, investors discord over the last few weeks since i joined i have been posting the trades that i take and there's been two major ones there's been garmin and waste management that i both put on the discord one's a loser one is not a loser one is a very nice winner let's look at the loser first now both of these trades are set up on the same principle same two principles actually I like to look at stocks or anything for that matter that is pulling back to a 50% retracement of a major trend. So if we're looking at Garmin, the low begins at the COVID low up to the all-time high. And you can see that around earnings towards the end of January, it pulled back to that 50% retracement level. Let's dig down a little bit deeper. So now we're going to look at the 30-minute and let's go back in time to that day of earnings. So I like this setup because Price had established a floor, a support, around the middle towards the end of January. And then on earnings, it broke that support, triggering a false breakout. And that was what set me up an entry to get in on about the halfway point of this bar. Triggered the entry, held for the day after earnings. But then within just a few days after earnings, it stopped out. I don't know if you've seen the movie Moneyball. It's a great movie. Brad Pitt's character has a quote in there I really like. I hate losing. I hate losing more than I like winning. And that's very much applicable to me. I hate taking losses, but I still take them as a trader, even on things I may want to hold as a long-term investment. Because while taking a loss of 2.77%, which was the case here, is not ideal, it avoids taking this 7 percent or more drawdown that this stock is now under beyond what I got out at. And that's my general philosophy of cutting losses. Even on things I want to hold for a long period of time, I'd rather go ahead and take the small loss and have the capital to deploy into something else that might actually be a winner. Let's talk about that winner. So let's look at waste management. Waste management is the same sort of setup where we had a major low, where it began this trend around the 22nd of February, 2021, a year ago. And then on the February 24th crash or dip, whatever you call it, it pulled back to this 50% retracement level and held. There was a nice opportunity there on that day to get in. And if you notice, it's the same setup as Garmin where price established a floor and then broke below it on the opening drive of the morning. This is the 30-minute we're looking at. And then set up for an entry. But this trade never broke that low. It never triggered the stop. And this allowed me to establish a very good position, which is now continuing to be a winner. This is my philosophy of trading and investing put together in two separate trades. We have the loser, 
which was Garmin, which I got out of at the first sign. It was breaking the level I wanted. Instead of taking a 7% haircut on my capital, I only took about a 2.5%. Whereas on waste management, depending on my first level, I could have made a total of 4.5% or we're up about almost 11% now on that initial entry. So you take the small loss, move on, take your capital, and deploy it into something else. And now with waste management, I can cut my position and hold it for the long term. That's what I generally try to do. So I'm very happy to have been posting these trades for people to see over the last few weeks. There's been a great market actually for opportunity. Even if your portfolio is down, you need to be looking for these opportunities. So as I promised, why is this happening? Well, we could talk about what's going on in the news, but the news is going to be different from year to year. There is a theoretical model called sector rotation that we can look at to understand the movement of different sectors in the market. And this is something we can apply year after year, regardless of what country is invading what country. So there's a nice little tool right here to go to called us. It's on stockcharts.com. If you Google for this, uh, do a stock chart for the sector rotation. Uh, you should be able to find it like that. What this does is it takes the major spider ETFs like XLY, XLC, XLK, and then it compares them to the S&P 500 to see their relative performance over a certain number of days. Right here, we started with 200 days. Well, let's just look and see over the last 60 days. Over the last 60 days, it's no surprise that energy has been the big winner. Major uh, oil stocks like Chevron and ExxonMobil have been going crazy because oil has been going up. But there's some other winners in here that are very distinct. Consumer staples, healthcare, and utilities. And of course, if we look back here, we see that technology relative to the rest of the S&P is down about 5%. Tech is definitely not the winner. What is winning is staples, healthcare, utilities, and of course, energy. Now, why is that? Well, this actually fits within the theoretical model of sector rotation. The sector rotation model, let's zoom this in a little bit for us. There we go. This is just a theory, but it does play out over the years and years that it's been studied. There's a very good book called Trading with Intermarket Analysis. The author's name escapes me right now, but it's on my shelf. This, that book goes into the theory behind this. What it basically states is that at the top of a market, you tend to have a lot of speculation. Materials and energy tend to lead at the top of the market as companies, as industries are very bullish and needing these raw materials to fuel the growth. But then as the market begins to roll over, which we're seeing now, money begins to flow into more defensive stocks. Consumer staples like toothpaste, Procter & Gamble, healthcare, which is something that people are going to need to pay for regardless of what the market's doing, and utilities, people's bills. Got to keep the lights on even if the stock market is going down. Plus, these tend to pay a dividend. They tend to be value-based stocks, 
and they're less speculative. They have less volatility than tech and discretionary. And so that's exactly what we're seeing right now in the market. And remember my winners and losers. My winner was waste management, which is a utility. The loser was a tech company, which um, we're all too familiar are not performing right now. It all fits within this model of the fact that investors are getting a little nervous and the capital is flowing into, I hate to say safer, but value plays. Strong companies that should weather even a recessionary environment. And I think it's very important to be aware of this if you are an investor, if you're managing, say, an IRA that has a lot of uh, ETFs in there. You can look to take advantage of this sector rotation. And that may be a topic for another video uh, in the near future, managing an IRA with different sectors, uh, ETFs. But for this, I just wanted to key everyone in on what's going on right now with these different sectors and why some stocks are winning while others are losing. There's a lot of different ones to uh, to look at. Like for instance, uh, Southern Company on a day like today, which was incredibly down. Look at that. That's a daily bar. Southern Company was up almost two percent. Not huge gains, but different to the market. Duke Power. By the way, I'm not recommending any of these. These are just utilities that I happen to know off the top of my head and. I have a little bit of myself. And so these are outperforming the market as the money starts flowing into safer bets. So it was nice to recap with everyone the, the two trades that I've posted. I'm going to keep looking for opportunities in this market regardless of what the broader market is doing because where there's a bear market one place, there should be a bull market someplace else. So hope this gives everyone something to pay attention to. Look at that sector rotation, and if you notice, let's go back to it real quick. As a little bonus, you can kind of tell if the model plays out what the next winners may be. But we'll save that for another video. It's been a pleasure to speak to you guys. Trade wisely. See you in the next video.